1: Hello, everyone. This is your host, Michael C., back with another episode of the Keys and Anklets podcast. And on this podcast, we try to separate fact from fiction as it uh, involves the wife-sharing lifestyle, be it cuckolding, be it hot wifing, and also with some of the interracial BBC stuff thrown in for good measure. So today I have a, a really special episode. I'm really looking forward to do it. And I actually am so looking forward to do it. I actually brought in someone to help me. And that would be Scarlett. Won't you say hi to everybody, Scarlett?
0: Hello, everyone. Scarlett's <laughs> back again. <laughs> yes,
1: she is, really. And I love having you back. I love having you back. And I'm so looking forward to having you involved in this uh particular episode. So joining me yeah, today. So joining me today, I have uh T and L. They are a cuckold couple who you know, they're still kind of getting their feet wet and new to the lifestyle. But she has a a story to share. You know, about her journey that I think will resonate with a a lot of women out there, so I'm looking forward to to bringing it to you. So once you guys say hello,:
2: Hello.
3: Hello. Hi,
1: everybody. <laughs> okay, And just so that everyone knows he is T, she is L. So <laughs> when we direct the questions at either one of them, that's how we'll be, we'll be uh, uh, ad- addressing them. So as I said, you guys are walking the cuckold path, right? Yes, I
3: think so.
4: Uh, (laughs) I feel like we're walking a lot of paths, but I feel like this is T's main like and goal right Mm -hmm. now. I would say I'm probably enjoying hot wiping quite a bit. (laughs) 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 But uh, I'm definitely trying to really get on board with with the
1: of clothing. Okay, so to I kind of take it back to the beginning. Okay, first question is, how old are you both?
4: 46. And I am
3: 44.
1: Okay. And how long have you known each other and how long have you been married?
4: So we have known each other 12 and a half years. We have been married a little over 11 years.
1: Okay. So T, my first question then to you is, what do you remember about the very first time you saw her?
3: Oh my goodness. (laughs) So this is, it's, it's, it's an amazing story because it all started off of that loved website, Craigslist. <laughs> and
4: so <laughs> and I'm still alive. So uh, it's out-
3: right. <laughs> an ad was placed out there and it wasn't your typical ad, you know, just hey looking for whatever. It was the title was Tired of Trying On All the Wrong Size Glass Slippers. And so that really caught my interest. Um we started talking back and forth, and sent a few pictures, and just, uh, I was hooked, first sight.
4: But I, the answer is, question, what did you think when you first saw me? Because he never replied to my first picture, so I didn't think he thought I was pretty. <laughs>
3: Which, that's the normal me, but no, she's beautiful, she's amazing. I, uh, yeah, fell in love, her eyes, I mean, everything.
1: <laughs> and this is interesting to me because this is actually the second episode in a, in a row I've done where they met their spouse on Craigslist. <laughs> I was
0: just about to say that. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Craigslist is getting a stunning endorsement here. Yeah, this
1: is like the second one in a row. Like I, it, it's, it's, it's a trend, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's going. So how long did you, just out of curiosity, how long did you correspond on Craigslist before you actually met? Well, how long did you correspond just like through email and text or whatever, before you met in person?
4: Uh, let's say Friday, six days. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe we waited that long, but six days before we met in person.
3: Well, we waited that long because I wasn't able to come see you no. because I was out of town no, for that's right. like five and a half days. So. Okay.
4: So, and, uh, yeah.
3: so for
1: T, prior to this, had any of this had you encountered any of it at all before? Did anything about this lifestyle, were you aware of? Or you knew nothing about it when you met her?
3: At this point, uh, no. I, I really didn't know anything about it. I mean, I knew I was kinky. You know, I knew I had likes out there and stuff, but I did not fully really know and wasn't even really aware of what cuckolding was. So.
1: so you knew nothing about cuckolding, wife-sharing, none, like none of that was on your radar at this time? No. Okay, so... <laughs> how far into your marriage or into your relationship did
2: those seeds first get planted gosh i want to say probably like three
3: years maybe into our relationship Mm um because we had uh the funny thing was we met just before I was leaving on a deployment through the military. And so we had a lot of time to talk back and forth, uh, kind of learn about each other. And so, yeah, I would say once that was done, came home and had a little bit of time together, then that kind of started to creep into my mind. And how long
1: were you, was the idea kind of forming in your brain before you felt comfortable enough to share it with her?
2: Yes. Do you even remember? I'm not.
4: I'm trying not to talk because I tend to talk over him. (laughs) Uh, I'm just going to say, knowing him, he probably, I don't even know how he got into it, but knowing him, he probably saw a picture or a a meme or something and he probably texted me right then and there. Yeah, she's probably <laughs> right. So. Okay. We have a very open relationship and I, he's always got lots of ideas.
1: Okay. So you didn't go through that period that some husbands go through where you kind of mm-hmm. have the thought and mull over it and no, it kind of no, forms and that. grows and you just kind of no. got the idea and spit it out to her.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that it goes back to when we first met through email and everything. We basically, we put all of our skeletons on the mm-hmm. table. We had no secrets from day one. Mm-hmm. And so that alone, I think built and strengthened our mm-hmm. relationship so strong in the beginning that it's really no problem at all to talk to her. And I can just, if I have a thought come up, I can mention it to her. I might roll my eyes.
4: Well, that was incredible. But-
3: <laughs> 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 so, uh, uh,
1: I want to ask you a question, Elle, mm-hmm. because I, you know, it's something that I often ask the, ask the wives. When he first told you, you know, hey, the idea of you being with somebody else excites me. <laughs> did it ever, not that it made you upset, but did it ever strike you like, well, wait a minute, I thought you wanted to be with me and you wanted me to be with you. How is it that You know, because we're all we're all trained to believe that men get jealous, that the idea of their woman with another man drives us crazy. And, you know, and guys Mm -hmm. usually say, well, I get jealous because I care. And the flip side Mm -hmm. of that coin is, okay, well, if you don't get jealous, that means you don't care. And, you know, we know it's bullshit, but that's the way that we're kind of led to believe. Um, Right. So did those thoughts ever cross your mind in the beginning or did you understand what he was saying and where he was coming from right away?
4: I think what's funny about that is in the beginning, even while he was deployed, I actually had a little date with a friend who I had played with before and sent pictures to him. So we actually started off kind of early doing stuff like that. Oh, okay. However, fast forward a little bit, I would say since then, I've, I have struggled here and there because in my mind... But yeah, it, it is. It's hard to to grasp that thought if he thinks it's hot. Like, doesn't he love me? How come he's not jealous? Why does he want me to become a guy? So I have definitely struggled with those feelings. Um, But I would say that was a little deeper, a little more into our relationship, having those thoughts.
1: Okay. So I definitely want to think, circle back to that. Okay. No, you can go ahead.
4: I was just going to say, I think in the beginning when I met him, I was and still am so i mean i opened that door and i was like hello (laughs) he was taller he was cuter he was in uniform and our first date he actually asked me to be his girlfriend and i remember after six days looking in the corner and thinking to myself what a weirdo and i looked at him and said okay (laughs) so it's like i just i knew right off the bat that he that's him I've never had love at first sight. I've never experienced it. And so I think I was just like, oh, you're into that? That's scary. But yeah, I'm totally on board. <laughs> and especially with him being deployed, oh, I can't even tell you the things that I said I would do when he got home. <laughs> and then when he got home, I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, now you
1: got to cash those checks.
4: Yeah. So mm. that that's when the real, not necessarily struggle, but the real. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> explain it. It, it. it was a little. It can be a little concerning sometimes, with him. <laughs> but I just I adore him, and he is. He has so much patience with me, and he's just everything's been at my pace.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: That really helps me.
1: Okay, now what I want to bring up is the, the 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 email you sent me um, mm-hmm. because it's going to lead me directly to a question that I want to ask T. Um, So can you kind of tell my listeners a little bit about what the gist of of that letter was and why you were so, um, so willing to to share your story?
4: Yes. And I would say, honestly, after send or excuse me, before sending the email to you, I probably had only heard maybe 10 episodes and he will occasionally go, you need to listen to episode this, you need to listen to episode that. And I believe it was the episode when you had the couple on, and she was from South Africa. I believe. Right. I'm so sorry. I can't remember their names.
1: That's okay. That would that would, that just, would, that would be S and Z for anyone listening. GTA hot wife
2: couple.
4: So right then and there, I I actually messaged Pamela at work, and I said I want to be on his show. I just I feel recently I've lost 70 pounds. I've always been a big girl, and like you said, that whole confidence level. My confidence has always been in the gutter. However, my mom always taught me men like confidence. And so I've told my friends, you fake it till you make it. And I'm still, I, I made it. and I'm here. I'm good.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
4: but I'm telling you, I walk in a room and you think, I think I'm the shit. I know I'm not. I don't think I am. But that confidence is what's attractive. So I've always had pretty, I've, I've faked the confidence. Um, but I've always been a big girl. I, don't have confidence, I uh, didn't, excuse me. Uh, my myself worth I I just couldn't wrap my head around the fact that he'd want me to play and he even still makes these comments. Let's go out to the bar and then you go over and you flirt with a guy and he's gonna buy you a drink. And in my mind, I'm like, honey, I've never had a drink bought for me before. I'm a big girl. Why would somebody want to do that? And I don't know, something has clicked in my head after losing my weight and I I like finally for the first time in my like, forty six years of life I look in the mirror and I'm like, you know what? You're freaking beautiful. You're hot. You have so much to offer. And your podcast and listening to all these women is just helping me open my mind and not think it's taboo or not be scared to explore. Um, so I would just say, I'm, I'm just kind of opening up my mind a little more. Okay. That's fantastic. <laughs> and I'm about
1: now I have a question for T and after I ask you, I'm I want to let uh, Scarlett jump in, but for T I'm just curious how quickly or if at all, after you met her, did you pick up on that? Like, were you able to tell like, like, like she said, the confidence and fake it till you make it. Did you, mm-hmm. did you believe it or were you able to see through it and have genuine like no, you don't have to fake it with me. This is what I see. Like, how did that hit you?
3: So I think it probably took uh, just a little bit, um, but I was able to see that she was trying to do her best, mm-hmm. and I knew that she had insecurities. And one thing that I've always learned and was always taught that you need to be truthful and you need to be honest. And so I would tell her all the time that she was beautiful and you know that she needs to just dress beautiful dress sexy and it was very hard for her to believe what i was saying is what other people might be thinking um you know she kind of had that thought of well you're my husband you're going to tell me those things anyhow um and so it's taken a little bit but i again i think with her weight loss and and she can go back and see the pictures and see the difference uh, with that weight loss and then really see, okay, well, maybe it's not just him being my husband and telling me all these amazing, beautiful things. Maybe he's actually telling me the truth. And so now she's finally just... So it took a little bit, but uh, I don't think too long. I kind of knew she was kind of covering it up for a bit, but again... Uh, I think taking it at her pace. Um, and so, you know, having a podcast introduced to us and here we are now and talking with you and she's putting herself out there. <laughs> <laughs> no, that,
1: that's awesome. Uh, Scarlett, you want to jump in with uh, with anything? Anything you'd like to I ask? I
0: definitely me? do. Yes, mm-hmm. I have I have a question for T and I have a question for L. am going to start with you, T. Um, So you mentioned that when you were deployed, uh, you know, and you guys were communicating and you started your relationship from this beautifully open communicative place. um, I I would imagine that you guys spent a lot of time in fantasy being that, you know, you couldn't have that physical closeness. Mm -hmm. And do you think that the fantasy talk between you both really opened both of your minds to the possibilities, like do how much do you think that played a part in your eventual uh, you know transition into hot wiping and coing?
3: I think that was a, a huge part uh, mm-hmm. to be honest. I mean, we had that open communication, and then you know if you start talking about fantasies, and again, like we did from the get-go, just putting everything out on the table, including those fantasies. Then it definitely made it a lot easier to say, "Hey, this is a fantasy, but I'd like to try this." So I, I definitely think that that was a huge part uh,
2: of getting where we are now. Okay.
0: Yeah, and I'm sure that you experienced probably a great many fantasies, and you got a chance to see which one really stuck, right? Like which one is very pervasive in your mind. And it seems like hot wiping and cuckolding were were the real pervasive fantasies.
1: Yes, definitely. Okay, and you said you had a question for uh, for Elle? I
0: do. I have a question for Mm -hmm. Elle. Um, I love what you just said, and, you know, I've been in lifestyle many years as a cuckold dress, and I am definitely a full-figured woman. I, You know, my bulls call me an Amazon. (laughs) 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 And when I read your email, (laughs) I loved your transformation not only physically but your transformation in your mentality and you know I believe that this kind of relationship style gives women an ownership and a relationship with their bodies that is just incredibly liberating and freeing and I was just really really struck by how much confidence you gained and how that's transformed into health and wellness. Um, mm-hmm. Now that you have achieved your goal, um, what is your relationship like to your body? I mean, I know that you are noticing how others are reacting differently to it and mm-hmm. how you look in the mirror, but how does that translate into are, do you feel sexy more often? Have Are you dressing differently? What is that like for you?
4: <laughs> oh, yes, I am. Um, for years, you know, when we have gone to sex clubs or we've gone to sex parties, and he's like, you should wear this or you should wear that. And, of course, I'm putting on a T-shirt and, like, you know, comfortable sandals. And I we recently found a friend, is all I can think of, it because I don't know that he's my fool but so I've been playing with him and we kind of all played together. And again, like, like he said, you know, he, he's always said I'm sexy, but he's my husband. Your mom says you're beautiful. She's my mom. (laughs) And so now having someone else that's telling me that and attracted to me and attracted to him, I am finally like getting it in my head. Like I literally look in the mirror and I'm like, wow. Especially when I see pictures, like I have hips, I have a figure, uh, he actually thanked our friend recently because I don't know that I've ever worn a garter garter belt, mm-hmm. silly, uh, since we've been together. And our first date with him, I did with no underwear on and a skirt. That is not me. <laughs> and I have probably 30 pair of new underwear and 90s and nylons and high heels and dresses. And I literally walk with an extra skip in my step. When I'm in the car, I told T the other day. I've always just sit there at the stoplight. I feel weird. I hope they're not staring at me. They're probably looking at my double chin. And now the other day, I told him a guy pulled up in a hot looking truck, and I told myself I'm gonna make eye contact with him, and I did, and then I walked away because I wasn't a good thing. <laughs> but uh, I, just, <laughs> I yeah, I was like, please honey, no, 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 that didn't work that well. <laughs> but I just yeah, I'm in the car. I, yeah, I just I. I definitely I feel like a different person.
3: Her confidence is it's like mm-hmm. tenfold. Mm-hmm. I mean just the way she interacts with me, the way she carries herself, you know the way she sees herself now in pictures mm-hmm. uh compared to where we are, yeah, she's so much more confident and it's so damn sexy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and and what I love about that uh T and what I love about what you said L is it it really seems like it's the coupling of the physical changes that you've accomplished and Mm -hmm. the sexual empowerment of the lifestyle. It's that magic, you know, ingredients that are building this beautiful confidence within you, you know, because confidence is sexy. It is the Mm -hmm. most sexy quality, regardless of body type or anything else. If you have confidence Mm -hmm. and if you're feeling good and feeling yourself, that's what it is. Mm -hmm. And I just, I sense that in your message. And it's interesting because I've, I've heard a bull say before my job as a bull is to, you know, really make you believe all of those times that you, your husband said you were beautiful because like you said, we think, Oh, of course you're supposed to call me beautiful, you know? Um, so it's, it's amazing to see you and hear you going through that. Like, it's just incredible.
4: Thank you. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> no, It's
1: it's the one thing that I I really, really enjoy uh about this lifestyle is the confidence that I see in in the wives and and seeing mm-hmm. it, and seeing it grow and and you know seeing them you know whether it's you know strutting around a party after having just played and they're glowing and they're sweaty and their hair is a mess and you know she mm-hmm. goes over to the snack tray and <laughs> grabs a cracker and she's just, you know, she's naked in heels and she's just feeling good, yes. you know? And, you know,
4: It's like a high. Yeah, I, exactly. I feel like I'm a high.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So you mentioned that you have someone that you played with. So obviously you guys are active and you said you've been to clubs and everything. So mm-hmm. what I'm curious about is, you know, you said it was about three years into your relationship that it, it started coming up. How long did it take you to go from that point to being ready for your first experience and what was that journey like mm-hmm. from, from talking about it, talking about it more, talking about it more, maybe, I don't know, did you do some like role-playing before you were actually ready to get on stage and make it a reality?
4: I think there was definitely a lot of talking, uh, maybe... Maybe we acted on it four to five years into our marriage. Maybe closer to four. And again, the whole you know little schoolgirl child in a candy store. He is just—he's always bringing something up. <laughs> mm-hmm. And quite honestly, over the years, I'm just like, here we go again. Yes, I'll listen to it. Yes, I made a link. but fine. Let's do that. Because how am I going to do that and enjoy that when I'm not you know enjoying myself or my 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 body, my everything. And so when we finally decided to, guess where we put an ad? On Craigslist.
0: Craigslist wins again.
4: Oh, I was known as nice girl after my uh, previous divorce on there. But anyhow, um, hello, everyone. Just <laughs> uh, So I'm definitely a bad girl in the past, but, you know, I've settled down and not feeling great. But so we put a post on there. We actually met a really nice couple. We became really good friends with them. We played a few times. It was fun. Didn't go amazing on my part. Uh, he, of course, had a grand old time. <laughs> um, and I allowed, I, I shouldn't say allowed. I I actually pushed him to go and have fun with her a few times on his own because I just thought that was the hottest thing. And I just kind of went from there. We saw them a few times. They broke up. So then we saw her and her new boyfriend a few times. And then I think we just kind of had a, a quiet Space there for a while because again, I'm always dealing with my you know ridiculous girl brain. And you would say, after that, we've I think met a group on Kik. Uh they had um, a few sex parties that we went to. I actually went to one on my own,
2: Ooh, okay. got
4: intoxicated. He got a nice picture with two pox in my face, and uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so we, we've definitely delved into many things.
2: No, that's that's
1: great. So, uh, T, a question for you. I always talk to husbands about you know you, we we spend so much time talking about this and planting the seeds and 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 role playing and saying oh, it would be hot when this happened and it would be hot when that happened. So when the moment finally did happen, and you know this is your your wife, the woman you love, the you know it's love at first sight, and everything that you had talked about and built up to, and now it's finally happening did you know right away that okay yeah this is this is exactly what i hoped it would be or this is better than i hoped it would be or did you have did you have to kind of talk yourself down off the ledge the first time it was happening like oh my god it's really happening am am i (laughs) am i sure i want this you know like is it too late to back out or were you all on board from the word go
3: Oh, uh, let's see. There was there was no ledge. I was I was the Olympic gold medal gymnast that had just performed his last stunt, and, and now I'm getting this trophy. And, you know, it, That's
2: awesome. It was, it, it was
3: amazing. You know, I mean, it's it was definitely what I had expected and more. Just to see the pure enjoyment on her face. Oh, oh my goodness, I can't. Yeah, it was 100%
2: this
1: is it. Okay, so <laughs> now she said something about you guys had played with a couple so I'm just kind of curious how much were you into that aspect of it? In other words, were you doing it I guess it's almost like a reverse of what normally happens. Were you doing it primarily because she wanted it or did you think you wanted it? Cuz I get the impression now that you're pretty much you're just about her like do you still play with other women or is it all about her? And so how did that first time go? Were you into it or were you like, I'd rather watch you, you know, like what was going on with that?
3: I, I think at that point we were still kind of growing into where we are now. And yes, it was hot to see her with, with somebody else. Um, and it definitely wasn't until after that point where we are now, that it's, definitely more her it's all about her you know i want her to have that pleasure and just seeing what's going on so there was i think there was a moment where i was doing it so i could see her interacting with others um, before actually finally coming around and saying nope this is what needs to be just you and go and find a guy and have fun and enjoy yourself
1: okay so for you that's interesting so for you it was like okay if it, it this is how I get to see her with somebody else. So I have to kind of be with somebody else. So it was kind of like a means to an end for you. um, Because ultimately that's what you wanted to see was her with somebody else. So was it, I guess it was more or less like a relief for you the first time you were able to play with just a solo guy, because now there's nothing for you to, you don't have to go through those motions. You can just kind of sit back and, Break out your popcorn and enjoy the show.
3: (laughs) Break out the video camera.
4: Although, yes, that is what he likes to do. However, the first time we were together, maybe the second time. Sorry, maybe the first time. He was here and we were playing and he was locked and not allowed to come out of his cage. And I remember leaning on my bed and our friend was behind me having some fun. And he goes, this, where's the key? <laughs> and at that point, hey, we've I'm all been like, there. I'm busy, I can't even talk. I don't, the room is spinning, I'm enjoying myself. Do you boo? Let's do this.
5: <laughs>
4: and uh with with our new friend, he actually it's hard to explain, but I feel like I'm feeding off of his energy, and he's kind of almost holding me accountable for being. Uh, his cuckoldress and keeping him caged, and so sometimes I'll send him pictures and he is unlocked and he's like, "Well, that's not what a good cuckoldress does—is let her cuck be unlocked." And I'm like, "He's getting locked up now."
5: <laughs> <laughs>
4: but uh, yeah, but he, he could not help himself. So the next time we played, it was just me and my friend went on a date and we were at his house and he knew to leave me alone while I was having fun. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs>
1: Uh, you yeah. want to interject with anything, uh, Scarlet? Any questions? Is
0: no, this- I was just going to remark on that—that that it's it's not uncommon as a culture to be infused with that dominant energy, like you were describing, and find mm-hmm. yourself a little bit more forceful. <laughs> that yeah. that is definitely uh, an experience that I have had. Um, so, mm-hmm. so you guys are talking about chastity now. And uh, what was your impression of that when you, did you immediately take to it? Did it take a little while to get used to it? What was your experience like with that?
4: So the big thing with him and all of his kinks throughout the years, because I thought I was dominant when I met him and I even told him that I, looking back and even now I am 110% vanilla. So maybe I'm, you know, 90% now, Um So he's always said, I know I'm weird. I know I'm weird. I know that's weird. I'm just a weird person. And so I want to make it extremely clear to him before I answer your question. (laughs) You are not weird. (laughs) If he's weird, Um, we're all
1: weird. (laughs) Yeah,
4: definitely.
0: Join the club. Yeah, we're all weird.
4: And that's what I said to him because he was mentioning something else. And I said, you know what? Me going to this man's house and going on a date with him and having sex in his house with him, people would think that's weird. And I'm sorry, I'm not weird. That we have open minds, we're sexual. Let's have fun. So, having said that, <laughs> uh, the first time he brought up custody or being caged, I was just like, "What? the fuck? Like, why? Why would you want that?" I, it took me quite a long time to wrap my head around it. And not only does he want to do that, but he likes to be—he likes to role play where I'm ma'am and he's my bitch. And I, again. Little vanilla over here. So it's definitely hard for me. I find that I can role play better via email or texting because I can be whoever I want behind the phone. Um, But in person, it's pretty hard. So it it definitely took a long time for me to wrap my head around it. And even now, (laughs) we have a contract that we signed, a very detailed contract (laughs) to go from his birthday, this is all his idea, not mine, his birthday to my birthday. So that is six months without. This amazing cock over here, and you know, again, being a woman, my main concern is I am a lover. I I want to be held, cuddled, kissed, caressed, and I feel like when he's caged, I don't have that connection. And so it's it's definitely been a kind of a bumpy road to get to this point. But now I have cock on the side I'm <laughs> 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 so,
1: Yeah,
0: i have got a steady it, supply it, of that. That's good.
2: A
4: that's
1: that's interesting that you that you that you bring it up because a lot of couples that i've talked to when he's caged the attention and the affection oftentimes increases but -hmm. you said that when he's caged that you're not getting that so i'm kind of curious
4: it's, it's definitely there like he he's so amazing. He does everything to make me happy and make sure I'm fulfilled. But again, you know, him walking by and squeezing my breast or my butt and telling me I'm hot or going down on me to me, that's just the way I'm wired. I mm-hmm. don't connect that way. I mean, it's hot, of course, but I need him in me. I need to be cuddled and caressed. That's what I miss.
2: Okay. And I got so you. I
4: just told him, you know, if we're going to do this six month contract, you really need to be on top of just making sure I, because my love language, is, it's love, it's a physical, it's emotional. And so, yes, I do all this fun stuff over here, but I just, I need that just mental connection. And so, that's what's hard for me
2: at
1: times. Okay, I got you. I got yeah, you.
4: It, there's nothing, there's nothing that compares. We have so many strap ons and dildos and, Toys and, but it's not him. So mm-hmm. it's just maybe that that lack of
1: that physical connection that I miss, or what I need. Oh, no, no, I, I I totally I totally get where, where where you're coming from. It's like like you said, you you know, because usually it's it's the guys that are saying that they you know that they they that they need that in addition to the cuddling mm-hmm. and and everything like that. But you're saying, hey, no, that's important to me too. Like I, will, Very, I yeah, like yeah, like I I need that too. Um yeah, I Now I know from from talking to you guys and you know from watching the uh, uh the the chat that's been going on for the last day or so um, mm-hmm. and I know that this is something that a lot of wives you know have you know struggled with in the beginning, and that is em- embracing the power that your cuck is trying to give you, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and, and we know that in the beginning, a lot of cucks will, they'll kind of top from the bottom because it's like mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're trying to jumpstart you. Like they're, they're, they're trying to get your, your you know, you know like, like how back in the day, if anyone ever had a stick and it wouldn't start, you know, we didn't have to jump it. You could just kind of put it in neutral <laughs> and push start it, you know, and, right. and, and, and pop the clutch and off you go. Mm-hmm. And it's like in the beginning, that's what a lot of these husbands are trying to do. You know it's like they're they're topping from the bottom not because they want to but because they know that if if they don't you're not yet at that point where you're ready to take control so Mm -hmm. has that been a struggle (laughs) for you and how are you you know what are you doing to try to get better Mm -hmm. at at taking those reins
4: that has definitely been a struggle for us uh only because I just don't feel like I play a, a really well dominant role. Um, I'm definitely trying, especially more in person. Um, but you know, it's <laughs> the other night we, I was pegging him. And again, I'm super lovey dovey and care about him and I don't want to hurt him. And he had on a metal cock ring. And I noticed his cock is getting more, not. Hard, but swollen and his balls and turning purple. (laughs) And so the Dom and me, she was like, yeah, bitch, you know, like I had my flogger out. I I definitely hit him a few times, but then I'm thinking, that doesn't look very good. So (laughs) he he had on a blindfold, his earbuds in and some headphones And I just went, tap, 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 and I tapped his shoulder. (laughs) And I stopped, and he's like, what the hell? And I said, does that look normal? (laughs) Because I'm so concerned. And so it's definitely been hard on me uh, putting him in his place. But, you know, I'm trying very hard. Uh, Like the other day, we went to the store, and, of course, I'm trying on some sexy boots. And so I'm trying to put them on. And I looked at him, and I said, I have to do this myself. Like, hello? And so I was so proud of myself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome.
4: Um, now, when we go to leave, he normally opens the door for he, me anyway. Well, we were leaving the house and I was in front of him. I grabbed my purse and I walked behind him, handed him my purse and he goes, oh, and I said, I'm not going to open the door for myself. And so we go to the truck. I stand there. If he doesn't open it for me, I'm like, well, I'm not sure how I'm going to get in the truck. And so oh, he'll come around. And so I, I'm really trying for me. It's baby steps. I, I know he can see it, and I know he appreciates it, but I'm sure he'd rather I just slap him and tell him to open the goddamn door. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so we're we're a little ways from that.
1: No, <laughs> yeah, you can. I mean, if you listen to that GTA hotwife couple, you know she she uses a shot collar. So. Well,
4: yes, what yes, <laughs> we bought yesterday. So I actually liked that idea, and uh, so we purchased one yesterday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that
1: should be here shortly oh oh okay that's okay that's yeah we definitely gotta bring you back for the follow-up then because i i get tickled whenever i talk to to the husband in that couple and he tells me you know when they go out and like how you were saying like how you were standing at the door waiting for him Mm -hmm. to open the door she she Mm -hmm. if he did that to her she would shock him (laughs) Like anytime he I does like something like if they're and, and he wears it in public. So if they go to like mm-hmm. a restaurant and he doesn't pull the chair out,
4: uh,
2: wow. you
1: know, to the observer, yeah. it's like, hey, why is that man dancing? <laughs>
4: <laughs> love the boy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. We so, actually had a, a lady in the store the other day because he was holding my purse and I got my wallet out and he grabbed my purse again and she because I'm pretty observant. And I noticed she was looking at him like, well, why is he holding her purse? Why is he doing everything? And then she said something to her guy. So then I said something to him. And he goes, yeah, damn right. She just wishes her fucking man to do that. <laughs> 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 so I'm like, Well, okay.
2: <laughs> so,
4: so I'm crying. It, it definitely baby steps. But
1: So a question yeah. for T. <laughs> when you're in these moments and you see her You know, putting forth the effort, because one of the things that I always tell husbands is, especially in the beginning. When you're trying to get your wife to be more comfortable in that assertive, dominant role. Your reaction is extremely important in that. Even in those moments where you're not in that headspace you know, because let's be honest, you know, real life gets in the way sometimes and maybe you got a work project on your mind or, you know, or something else is going on and you're just not in that headspace. I try to tell them, don't just blow her off. In other words, if you're not in the headspace to do it, acknowledge that you see that she is trying. Like, I see what you're trying to do, but I'm sorry, I'm just not there right now. You know, so are you cognizant of that when she's trying and like, even if you're not necessarily feeling it, do you just go along with it? Or how do you handle those situations where you're not exactly in that headspace to be her little bitch, but she doesn't know that you're not in that headspace?
3: Well, I would have to say that I don't know that there's a moment that I'm not in that headspace. Um, <laughs> the whole
4: time you're talking and looking at him going,
3: you're <laughs> um, no, So I think it kind of goes back to a little bit of uh, reassurance. So when, because uh, like, like we just said, I'm always in that headspace. Uh, I can always separate work from home life and everything else. So uh, it's always something for me and it's attractive for me and so what i do is knowing that she's taken her baby steps to get to this point uh when she does something or when she says something whether it's uh, via text and makes me do something or out in out in public and makes me do something once that moment is done and we've moved on from that then I reassure her and let her know that that was great, you know, and that was awesome and exactly what I was looking for. So that way it helps build her up and she knows that she is headed in the right direction Mm -hmm. to where we want to go with it.
4: We actually use two different messaging apps. One is for my bitch. The other one is for us. And so we'll, we'll refer to him as he, and I'll say something, and I'm so proud of myself that I did. And then he'll message me him and tell me how amazing that was or how hot that was. And I'm like, yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so but That's kind of a unique idea. So you use two, like, how do you guys use those apps? Like, th- do you use one when you're in the mood and then the other one is just like for regular talk? Like, hey, pick up some milk yeah. on your way home.
4: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, again, he's always in that mindset. So very often I actually have to tell him that he needs, <laughs> I always say, slow your roll. Oh,
5: you're
4: yeah. <laughs> And so, because he just he takes it and he runs with it, and so he's constantly messaging me and him, going, "You should tell your bitch this, and you should tell your bitch that, and you should make it." And I'm like, "Okay, I'm I'm at work, I'm a little busy. I'll, I'll talk to you later." <laughs> <laughs> and then later, I'm like, "Okay, so I need to tell my bitch this." <laughs> and so we do we keep bit separate, or I will just say, "Yesterday, my bitch was being bratty, and I was busy at work." Mm-hmm. And I literally was looking at my phone, gasping, like, you little fucker. Are you serious right now? I don't even know how to punish you, but you're going to get punished. (laughs) But then I was so busy at work, I just said, fuck it. And I put my phone down and never responded. And I'm sure that was hard for him. Um, But, yeah, we do. We keep it completely separate. And he's always sending me lots of ideas. And I do want to make it clear (laughs) that, yes, I'm working on being a dom. I'm maybe not the best one, but I'm doing my best. (laughs) Um, however, he has quite the list at home of things to do, and I'm way okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't tell you the last time I cooked or the last time I cleaned, and I'm a clean freak, so it's very hard to let go of that because I want it to my standards. So uh, yeah, he does a lot around the house, and I'm just kind of living my life right now <laughs> <laughs> while we go back.
2: So,
1: uh, T, I want to ask you this question and I want to uh, throw it to Scarlett. Just out of curiosity, just for the, the sake of the people listening, like we all know where the motivation comes from as far as, you know, getting excited when she's dressing sexy or getting excited when she's talking to a guy or getting excited when she's on a date. You know, those things like those things are easy, I think, for people easier for people to understand, but for the benefit of my listeners, what is it that you get out of c- cooking for her, out of keeping the house clean for her, out of having this list of things to do? Like, what what does that do for you? What itch does that scratch for you?
3: So I think it's twofold. Um, you know, going back to that ad that she put out, it basically referenced Cinderella. And right. So she is my princess, and so now my queen, and I want to just do everything for her, and uh, I guess make it to her. She doesn't have to do anything unless she wants to do it. Um, And then I think the other aspect of it is the power exchange, because in my civilian job, I am in a very dominant role, and so to come home, and to release or relinquish that dominance to her, and to tell or to allow her to tell me, yes, to have her tell me what to do. And I don't have to think about what needs to be done. I just do what I'm told. And doing all those things for her, cooking for her, one, I I love to cook, but uh, cooking for her, um, cleaning for her, just knowing that um, I'm doing that for her to where she doesn't uh, have to do it is just an amazing thing and then in addition to that uh yeah she tends to have me wearing a collar um she's got me uh, some nice cute hills and then i'm often plugged too when I'm doing
1: that so <laughs> <laughs> you guys are a lot more advanced than you give yourselves credit for <laughs> oh yeah definitely <laughs> I mean, well I, you know T I, you know, I'm like
0: Jesus we're
4: professional I mean, you're, you're,
2: you
1: know, hold, hold that thought, hold one second Scarlett you're, you're, you're making me look bad I'm, I bring you on as if like, yeah they're, they're this couple and they're just getting their feet uh-huh. wet yeah and he's like yeah, yeah heels and collar and I'm plugged and we're getting a shot collar and it's like wait a minute
4: <laughs> but, it, but again, this is all via texting. It's not me going and you're gonna wear your collar, and you're gonna. It's so, me going texting like, okay, and you're gonna wear your collar. I just, it, it's the whole in person thing where I, I just absolutely lack.
3: It's, yeah, that's her hard part. She hasn't quite gotten past the whole behind the curtain texting mm-hmm. thing to the in person. Mm-hmm. Um, so when she when she broaches that, I think we will finally have gotten to that whole FLR point. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I would love to have, uh, but she's doing great until then, so
1: we'll get there. Like she said, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's baby steps. I'm sorry, Scarlett, you wanted mm-hmm. to say something?
0: Oh, I was just going to remark on what T just said. Uh, you know, it's so common, and I've heard this so often, that, you know, men with cuckolding or submissive desires, they are often so in control and in charge in their vanilla life, and their work life, you know, among friends and family, that just like you said, that feeling of like relief, does it feel like a relief for you when you can just do what you're told and feel comfortable in that space?
3: Oh, definitely. It it, it is just so nice knowing that I don't have to think of what is coming next or what to do next, you know, I just let it happen as I'm told to do what I'm to do So it, it is definitely a nice uh, relief and, you know, relinquish to let that go.
0: Yeah, and it's one of the reasons why, you know, cuckold men are often the very best partners in life, because they have this beautiful duality to their nature, right? Uh, I have a question for you, Elle. Okay. So I'd like to know about your playmates, and I'd like to know if you have a preference in the men that you like to see, Uh, you know, as far, and it can be anything, you know, ethnicity, body type, dick size. (laughs) And (laughs) how do you involve T in your play with your bulls? I I know you say you play solo. Like what is your Mm -hmm. favorite, your personal favorite way to involve him?
4: I would say, so right now with our friends, (laughs) this is pretty new with the three of us. Uh, I actually, we both met him a few months ago. And the way that T met him was actually a grinder because they were going to play. And so they've been talking for months, finally get to the point where they're meeting. He wants me to go, I want nothing to do with it. I'm just, you know, I work, working, I'm tired. It's not something I'm interested in right now, Go have fun, find a friend, have fun, send me pictures. (laughs) And so I went there. I didn't dress up. I was like, whatever. And as soon as he sat down, I'm like, oh, hello. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
4: and right off the bat, it was like the three of us were just best friends. We clicked mm-hmm. and you know, just talked about life, nothing kinky. And then it started getting kinky. And so he kind of came over and sat right next to me. And I was thinking about this actually the other day. And he asked him because as soon as he sat down next to me, it was like I felt electricity because we were touching arms, <laughs> and he's very tall. Apparently, I like tall men. He is five eleven. I think he is six two. And when we were hugging, or just like a side hug in the parking lot, and I'm just like, ah, oh, he's so tall. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> so definitely, I to say tall men. Um, I don't know that I have an actual type right now. Um, and I would say probably the most fun, honestly, is even though it was fun when we had a little threesome, I want to say probably playing alone because he has no idea what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I. It, it was just it's mind blowing to think that I'm with this man who I have, you know, physical connection with. He thinks I'm hot. I think he's hot. It's just so electric. And he's sitting at home caged not knowing what's going on. <laughs> um I've never had a BBC. I am. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Uh, claims that I'm very. Tell me you're
0: curious. (laughs) Huh? I I said, tell me you're curious. You're talking to the right (laughs) woman right here. (laughs) I'm
4: I'm definitely very curious. I, I, of course, you're gonna want what you've never had. And so I just I right. tell T all the time that I think it's probably gonna tear me apart. <laughs> <going to> try. <laughs> um so I don't know, I would say right now it's no real type. Again, just tall and cute and um yeah, maybe playing alone would be my favorite right now.
1: Now awesome. what, what is that like for you, T, when she's playing alone? Like what's going through your head? Like how do you keep yourself from you know, because there's so many things going on in your head, I know. So what keeps you calm in those moments?
3: So, especially in this aspect, and I think even going forward, uh, if she does get any other partners, you know, it's going to be that I need to know that person. I need to feel comfortable with them. You know, it's not going to be like on the first or second time that they meet. We really want to talk and have a good chance to connect. And so, of course, you know, while she was out, I had to get ready and go to bed and get up to, to work the next day. So um, there's that whole aspect of that cuck angst that, you know, like Venus always talks about in her podcast. There's always something that the cucks are dealing with. And so I was definitely experiencing that, you know, that anxiety of what's going on, uh, what's she doing, you know, when's she going to be back to secret. So I actually told myself, she's safe. She's having fun and most importantly, she's coming home to me. And so knowing him, uh knowing that, you know, he's a good person and she was gonna be safe, I think that's really what helped it a lot, you know. And if my angst started creeping up on me, I would just tell myself the same things again, you know, she's safe, she's having fun, and she's coming
2: home to me. No, that's that's
1: that's that's 'cause I know that a lot of guys you know, struggle with that. So when all those boxes are checked, when she's with a guy and, and you feel comfortable with him and you know she's in good hands and, you know, he's gonna make sure that she has a good time, how do you contain your excitement? Like I know some guys they, they busy themselves with things around the house or, you know, they'll work on projects or watch T V or like what what do you do, like I said, to keep yourself calm or do you or are you just this bundle of energy when she's out?
3: Yeah. Well uh so that's that's a hard question to answer because she's only had that experience once so far and it was i needed to go to bed and get up for work the next day which that didn't work out i you know was awake pretty much the whole time i might have closed my eyes for like 20 30 minutes and then woke up again um, so I think I have enough hobbies that if it was to happen when I had to stay up for whatever reason, or if it's during the day or on a weekend or something, I think I have enough hobbies and stuff that I could keep myself busy to kind of occupy my mind. But at that moment in time, I was, go to bed. Yeah, right. Good luck, buddy. So.
1: Now, uh, for you, L, when you like you said, you enjoy knowing that he's home and he doesn't know what's, what's going on. Do you like to say, did you, because you said it only happened one time, did you do anything during the date? Like, do you text him? Do you send him a picture or were you pretty much just in the moment until you left?
3: So I I know I'm going to kind of button here, but going back to how we text separately, uh, you know, role playing and everything. She had actually told me not to text because she didn't want to be bothered and she was going to enjoy her night. So for that night, I did not get anything. I did not get any texts, no messages, or anything after they had met. So yeah.
4: Yeah. And I think that day leading up to it, I would just, yeah, text. Or I think he was me first, like, Tonight, you're going to get this. You're going to do that. And I'm like, Yeah, yeah. I think we just kind of. We definitely talked about it. And then I made sure, of course, to come home and take a shower. And he's so funny because I get in the shower and he goes, Why are you taking a shower? I thought you took one this morning. <laughs> like, honey, <laughs> I'm a woman. We take showers. Get ready for this.
1: <laughs> well, you're, you're washing off the best part as far as he's concerned.
2: <laughs>
4: it's
1: like, Why would you yeah. wait, wait, wait? Why would you do that? <laughs>
4: You know. And then he actually did pick out my outfit a few nights before. A few mm-hmm. nights to the night before. That's
2: amazing.
4: Yes. And uh, he sent a text to our friend and told him that he picked out the outfit. And then I texted and said, "We made, like, what did I say? Something like, and he won't let me wear any panties. And he said, well, good girls don't wear panties. And then I melted a little bit. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so. Oh
2: <laughs> so
1: let me, before I, I let you guys get out of here, I guess one thing that mm-hmm. I do want to ask you is, I guess to kind of sum it up, and this is for both of you, but I'll start with you, L. Where are you on your journey? Like, where do you feel you are? Where do you feel you want to get better at? What have you gotten more comfortable with that maybe you weren't so comfortable with? with Like, where have you seen your growth? Where have you seen your change?
4: Gosh, I would say my change is being a little more open to this, uh, whether it be cup holding or hot wiping, just being just open in general. And the reason I, a big reason I wanted to be on your podcast is because I just really hope that other women out there that felt I kind of feel the way I do where you're, you're just apprehensive. I, again, I don't know if taboo is the right word, but I have this mind block. of this this isn't right. We shouldn't be doing this. This isn't what we do. It's not natural. Just, I feel like I've definitely opened up. I've blossomed a little more. Um, you know, I, like I said, I'm wearing different things. Um, I know he would love ideally for me to have four to five goals. And I just, how the hell do you do that?
1: <laughs>
4: because quite honestly, oh, with you'll my new yeah, say, Scarlett could answer yeah. that question. <laughs> so in the past, I, I couldn't imagine being with anyone else other than T. Nobody else turns me on. They don't kiss as well. They don't, they're not him. And now, you know, I'm, we have this, connection with this guy and i'm just like i can't imagine not being with her <laughs> <laughs>
5: so
4: i told him again i need baby steps because literally after the first night he's like all right we'll look at another goal <laughs> and i'm like okay again slow your roll honey i'm really enjoying this with him let me just enjoy this right now so i think right now not my goal or just my in the moment i just want to enjoy what i'm doing now um I would say what I would really like to work on is definitely um, become a, a better Dom and just learning more so that I can get past whatever mental block I have um, and doing stuff in person. <laughs> so I say, I think, I know I would enjoy more goals in the future, but again, baby steps for me. So.
1: Okay. And how about same question to you, uh, would How have you grown <laughs> Where are you in your journey? What do you want to get
2: better at? So,
3: like she said, kind of slow your roll. So I think that's probably one of my biggest things is, okay, I need to realize, and I've done this a couple times through texting and stuff. I'm like, okay, wait a minute. I need to slow down and really kind of focus on her and let it go at her pace. So. I think realizing that yes okay i'm gonna i'm gonna put it out there i'm gonna say hey this would be kind of cool or you should do this and then i'm trying to work on second back now she knows and so we're just gonna let it play out um and so i think just realizing that is probably the i think the biggest part of this because you know like we said i'm a kid and candy store and this is all awesome and exciting and i just want more <laughs> um so Taking it a little bit slower, um, I think, is probably the biggest thing, you know. And, I mean, I think she has an amazing body and an amazing pussy, you know. And so I just I want to share that. And or, like I said, or, and like she said, ultimately, I would love for her to have, you know, four to five goals that she could do whatever with, And then she could say, hey, guess what? I'm going to have, you know three guys before you get my pussy again, you know, and keep me locked up and it kind of work into that full on FLR relationship. Um, I think I would really love that. So, but it's, it's, you know, we're taking our time and I figure if we continue at her pace, then we will get there.
1: You you absolutely will. I mean, you, you you definitely have the right mindset of kind of, you know, putting your thoughts out there and then allowing her to process them and determine, you know, when she decides to implement, you know, these things. Because one of the things that I often say is the women in this lifestyle are so much better at compartmentalizing everything, whereas the, the men are always they're always right there, right, right there you know even if they're at work and they seem to be engrossed in the project or or other duties they're still right there whereas the women are much better at you know hey I got to do this so we're going to put this over here for now and you know I know from talking to so many husbands that can be kind of frustrating cuz it's like how can she like she she she's so good at acting like it never happened. <laughs> you know, like I'm over here going crazy and you know, she's thinking about this or thinking about that. Like she's not even thinking about it. And and it's just for whatever reason, they are so much more adept at doing that than the husbands are. I mean, like it's not even close. <laughs> um so I, I feel like you guys are definitely, you know, on the right path as far as how you're handling it and 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 the openness that you have and you know, being encouraging to her whenever you see that she's taking these baby steps and, and acknowledging it. I mean, that's a very important thing to me is acknowledging it, letting her know that you see she's trying or, you know, any, any small step in that positive direction to me is always a great step, no matter how small it is, because the only options are moving backwards or standing still. You know, so you definitely want to celebrate uh, those moments. Um, Before we let them get out of here, Scarlett, anything that you'd like to add or ask them?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, TNL. I just, I've loved getting to know you more. I've loved hearing your journey. You guys have had an incredible journey, just starting from a place of openness and trust and just exploring that further. You know, I can definitely relate to your journey a lot, uh, a lot, a lot. We can talk more about that. But, you know, especially to you, Elle, I really admire you, your openness. Um, Man, I just can't wait to see where y'all are in a couple of years. You know, there's, there's nothing more incredible than watching a woman come into her power and hearing your journey with that and just how empowered you are, how you've got that skipping your step and that head held high, it's just awesome. And I just encourage you to keep that head up. Like it's, it's fantastic to, you know, just be in your confidence. And I really enjoy talking with you guys today. Thank you for letting me pick your brain a little bit.
4: (laughs) Thank you. That really means a lot coming from you. So thank you. Because after I heard the episode that you were on, I was just like, oh, okay. (laughs) So you have helped me a lot. Yeah, Thank
0: you oh yeah it's my pleasure my
1: pleasure
0: well i want to thank you
1: guys like i said i try to be uh mindful of the time um and i know that you know uh scarlett was nice enough to jump on and you know know, because my episodes can run kind of long sometimes um i'm definitely a digger um (laughs) but i i I know that we know we will have you guys back because i mean you know we definitely want to hear about what you're doing and, and how things are going. And, and, you know, we want to hear about, you know, Elle getting more comfortable with her power and embracing her power. And like I said in the beginning, I think that this is an episode that, you know, it's going to reach some people.
2: You know, and, it's,
1: so. and it's going to. No, I know it is. I, I know it is, you know, um, because what you had to say was extremely important and extremely relevant. So mm-hmm. I I know it's going to touch people.
3: We will
1: definitely keep you updated. So. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I definitely want to thank you guys for, like like Scarlett said, for allowing me to pick your brain and be nosy <laughs> and everything. I'm, I'm I'm still blown away by that. Like, wow, these people come on my show and they just let me ask them all these personal <laughs> questions. <laughs> well,
4: and I understand that over we're very open and. It's just amazing to be able that you're interested and you're not judging us and don't yeah. know. <laughs> right. Well okay, pull up a seat. <laughs> so thank you. No, that's what,
1: that's what's fun about it. You know, so
2: yeah,
1: You know, in conclusion, like I said, thank you and you know, I I want to give a a warm thank you again, like I always do to my Patreon supporters because as you guys know, I wouldn't be able to do this if it wasn't for mm-hmm. your generosity. Like you guys are the ones that allow me to do what I do. And so from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Uh, for those of you who are listening, who are not yet, uh, Patreon supporters, like I always say, maybe this will be the episode that will convince you that, Hey, we want to, we want to, we like what this Michael C guy is doing and we want to see him continue. So if we can help out in any way, we're more than happy to do so because, you know, we don't want to envision this lifestyle without him doing what he does. So, You know that's always my little message to my supporters and my non-supporters out there so again thank you guys thank you scarlet and to everyone else i'm your host michael c this has been another episode of the keys and anklets podcast and i will see you when i see you peace you guys want to say bye
2: (laughs) bye bye
0: Bye. Bye, everyone all right now (laughs)